Welcome back to this podcast, and the name of the podcast is the name of the podcast. I read, we talk, you listen. This is page 115, page 114 of the picture. Ribbon was a striking blue, but it was nothing near as lovely as her eyes. She lifted it with both hands and set it proudly on her head. Her arms still raised, she looked down at Bast and drew a long, deliberate breath. Bast's eyes slipped from her crown. She smiled at him indulgently. Bast drew a breath to speak, then stopped and drew another breath through his nose. Honeysuckle. Did you steal my soap? he asked incredulously. Laughing happily, Emberly bent to kiss him. Bast made a wide loop up into the hills north of town. It was wild and rocky up that way. No soil deep or flat enough to pl- no soil deep or flat enough to plant the ground too treacherous for grazing. Even with the boy's directions, it was hard to find Martin still. He had to give the crazy bastard credit. Between the brambles, rock slides, fallen trees, Bast never would have found it accidentally. What at first looked like a willow's break turned out to be the entrance to a scrubby little box valley. At the back of the valley was an overhang above a shallow cave with three quarters of a shack built out of it. That's the page. I'm Patrick. I am RJ. And I'm Bill. Right. We got, here's, I gotta get this out of the way. I did not think he would have, well, never mind. I was gonna say, I thought, I didn't think he was gonna have a hairy chest, but then we've already seen him with his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a little hairy. That's true. In the previous picture, too. What an interesting expression he's wearing. It's also very tee hee. It it is a little bit. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, so we got the picture of Bast. Offering up the the daisy crown. Mm-hmm. He's got big fingers. <laughs> well, it's perspective, you know. <clears throat> so true. You yep, know what they say about a guy with big hands. Big oh, gloves. Well, he wears big gloves. He also has the sweet bun in his other hand down at the bottom there. Yeah, he oh, does. Yeah. Wrapped up. Wrapped, yeah, wrapped up in the handkerchief. Cute little flower crown, and then he's he's going to the still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a little Tilda Brand and skip over the sex that they presumably have, and then uh, with the flower crown on. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't? Well, why wouldn't you? Huh. <laughs> I mean, maybe they swap back and forth. You know, maybe they do. Take turns wearing it. Um, I. I like the language here. It's she's kind of making doe eyes at him, but that's not what it says. It says um, his eyes slipped from her crown. She smiled at him indulgently, mm-hmm. and I know that's a swifty and it's verboten according to some, but um, I think that's a really effective way to to sort of talk about the mood that's happening here without mm-hmm. really sort of being too on the nose with it. Right. Yeah, I don't have any problem with this one. I, I, Nick might feel differently, but he's not here, so he'd too be bad. mad because, like, three lines later, there's incredulously, and then the next sentence is happily. I yeah, think. And there's deliberate before that, and yeah, you know, there's that's fine. But I just thought the indulgence 
indulgently was really effective here. Well, yeah, and I think it um it tells us something we don't know. Or it gives a little extra to something. Yeah. Rather than laughing happily. I mean, that's usually what you do when you laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, that laughing happily doesn't need to be there. But unless unless you're laughing nervously, laughs are usually happy. Yeah. I mean, a joyous laugh is different than a nervous laugh. and yeah. It's okay. I, I do think she's laughing because he accuses her of stealing his honeysuckle soap. And I think that maybe lends a little more credence to the notion that maybe this was engineered by her in some way. Mm-hmm. Or that this is the culmination of right. an ongoing flirtation. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. It could be. Yeah, maybe not this specific day, but maybe she's put things out into the world enough that Bass might catch one. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Bass certainly gets around. It does seem that way. So, we then have... No, I'm just kind of looking at where we go. Uh, Martin still is built above... It looks like he's they're going he's going into a little cave here. A little cave in the valley. So we're kind of getting a little more about the the landscape. Yeah. I don't know. It's a different kind of a different little area than we've really been around Noir. So it's interesting to me because I don't Well, Kvoth does go out to like an old abandoned house to, to yeah. hunt the, the scrail. And I guess, yeah, yeah. And I guess we do get, yeah, we do get some indication of, of kind of how rough it is out there. Yeah, so it, it does seem like it's a, a tiny town in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so it wouldn't be hard to have a, a small place off in the wilderness that would be difficult to find. But this yeah. is also... Cleverly hidden, right? Martin's mm-hmm. still because this is, um, you know, he's gone past all these sort of rocky areas where no, no one's sheep or goat or whatever is going to accidentally find themselves mm-hmm. there because there's nothing for them, and you have to go through that to get to this little box valley. Yep. Yeah. Rocky ground, brambles, fallen trees. About the goat legs help. <laughs> Probably <laughs> him getting through this. Hmm. Okay. Anything else we see on this one, lads? Uh, no, I think I think we're going to make the discovery on tomorrow's page, so why don't we get to that? Yeah. All right, moonshiners. Get on, get on <laughs> All right. that, that narrow road? Narrow page? Narrow page. Narrow page. 